Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger. I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart and Then Go Save the World. That book is going to be out in January 2019, but I didn't want to wait until that time to start talking to superheroes of love. And guess what? Here's the news. You are a superhero of love. And through talking to other superheroes like yourself, tapping into that little superhero inside of you, I'm hoping that you and I and all of us start feeling more and more like superheroes of love, meaning that we love and are loved more than ever before. So welcome. Let's get this party started. to it or and or write a review and or tell every single human that you know about it um uh thanks for coming back also for this this is part two of the interview with melanie lutz aka mel aka mel with exclamation points because she is a true superhero of love who walks around this world, giving love wherever she goes with a very big exclamation point at the end of that love dose. She is pretty extraordinary. Um, And uh, if you haven't checked out her book yet, Mel's Loveland, and then a documentary of the same title will be out um, later this year, 2019. Check that out. Um, And she'll give you her um, website information and everything in this podcast episode and if you didn't listen to part one please go back go back go back into your superhero of love podcast cache of goodies and um, listen to part one you'll want to listen to that as well there's just too much goodness in this um, interview to not have it split into two parts so enjoy this second part thanks for coming back superhero speaking of the process of this book, um, the the three things that you do for your consideration, awaken, and loving thoughts to remember. Can you tell us about those? Because I just love them. I'm obviously a movie filmmaker (laughs) person, and I grew up with, um, and people ask me, I'm shifting the conversation to love consciousness as a storytelling viewpoint, which removes um, some of the tropes, I guess, or whatever we're referring to that has been have been used for a century and picking up with healing artists and people who are using vibrational healing work and how does a story connect to the heart, just like back at the neighborhood playhouse? <laughs> like, what's the truth in all the chaos? Mm-hmm. And so that's been my practice. And for your consideration, it's obviously like I had to work on some Oscar campaigns as um, as the years of working on movies and things came forward. And in my own love practice for your consideration became important because it's truly like I'm not going to tell you who to vote for you know I'm not going to tell you what you need to do but have you considered right, right, right. <laughs> that this could be a good it's so production it's so to gentle. check out and yeah. you know it's like you're still respect and you're holding your your intentions in a sacred container and you have something like wow I'd love to be you know in this like really embodied relationship where I'm giving and taking and growing and receiving and loving and and it's you know it's requires more and so what is that what's some considerations to apply so I'm shifting into a consideration for something 
Okay, and then so that's and the awaken is just like every day you wake up and it's just the possibility of like something miraculous is going to happen. And it was trying to intercede, like wake up, like awaken something that you hadn't thought of, or awaken out of a blind spot that's really, you know, in essence creating a limitation or an unconscious commitment Mm -hmm. to something Mm -hmm. that you don't really need anymore. Right. So it's like, but you can't quite get there. So it's like, let me awaken something today that I haven't thought of, or let me kind of put a spin on something. Let me hold that a little bit more gently and awaken, you know, into I can handle it. Or I'm like, oh, I'll see that differently today. Oh, that's not going to bug me. It's an awakening concept. That's beautiful. And then loving thoughts to remember. That's just Mel. That's Mel exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Like, you gotta, like, hey, when you leave any situation or interaction or any relationship is here for, you know, our mutual benefit. So a loving, a final loving thought to remember, it's like, you know, you're remembered for how you made people feel. And so I wanted to end each chapter with like uh, a thought to remember and just hold, you know, hold as like, huh. If you forgot everything I said, try Just to take that. <laughs> right, 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 one. exactly. Um, I'm going to read one of them because I love this one. Loving thoughts to remember. Um, this is in the section Cura e lab- Labore. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Latin for wi- with care and work. With care and work. Um, As a friend of mine likes to say, don't settle for the mild river of misery. Become a tuning device, allowing love to flow through you and radiate from you, expanding outward without reserve. Flip the switch, ignite the field, walk into the light of truth that never changes. So beautiful. And they're like that. They're like little gems, like little little um, pieces of candy at the end. They're very sweet. Um, and I also, I want to read this because this is so beautiful. This is... Um, at the opening of toward the opening of the book, <coughs> I should let you read this here. Oh no no, I no? I've, I've read. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I feel like this is very interesting. I love oh, okay, it. good. Affirm it. This is about the this is um, opening up the um, discussion about the hundred days taking on a hundred days. Affirm it. For the next hundred days, I am going to consider the possibility there is another way. I won't talk about war. I will feel peace. I won't talk about what isn't working. I will experience what is. I won't complain about what people don't do. I will appreciate what they do. With care and work, I am going to allow myself to be uplifted and be willing to see change in a new light. In what's remembered with love. So beautiful. That's the whole book. I love it. Yeah, that is. <laughs> you did a good that job. That's a good setting. That, that was really the whole good book. setup. Yeah, that's very cool. Like the volleyball high up in the air, <laughs> smash. Yes. Um, so there's so many beautiful quotes in here. I mean, I could, you know, we could read forever. But anyway, so, so what do you? So tell me, um, at the end of the hundred days, tell me what that experience is like. And and do you do this usually with other people on board, or is it just We've for done you? No, I mean, the this year was the first year that, not the first year, to be honest with you, like, throughout, I've done um, a group party of sorts. So the first year was, like, music and tea and community, and we had, like, a f- raucous, you know, launch, and then people were doing 
different parts of the hundred days that spoke to them and so it was like a festival for a hundred days oh like it was literally so like cool. yeah so the first one was like wow and then i was like i don't think i can repeat that but i was like i'll try a second one and then that became like something yet entirely different you know it was more about meditation and dance and you know drumming and you know so we did like a full you know muse arts and then the third one you know so everyone had like a different feeling and the seventh one where I was really starting to unwind from the you know my anxiety and self-hatred <laughs> like self-hatred was like oh yeah I don't I was like waking up and I'm like oh we all love you today like whoever was saying that they didn't like me was like oh I think you think you're doing great today <laughs> what oh that's so nice so I, was, I, I did um, invite other people to sign up and I invited other people to join in and they had an option of receiving a, d a daily email just with some, you know, like texts and vibes and like sometimes like happy thoughts or like weird animations that were like love dancer, like a little heart would be like, what's <laughs> up today? You're so awesome. You know, like I did really <laughs> random things, super random. And it was like a lot of um, effort, but I had a lot of people who were like, oh, 100 days and they texting became like something that actually blossomed with that one where it was like every day was people liked a text oh wow more than an email wow so that was a weird thing so i was like but i'm gonna embrace it and then for the eighth one i i actually put together like a you know something that i could potentially like have as an automate like an ai oh good i haven't quite gotten there yet um, it's still there's still manual use of people's names and things like that. But I'm trying to get the tech to um, to have it just be something where people can drop in or just sign up and it'll text you when you need some. You know, it'll just kind of intuit. The oh, next my God, that's days. so cool. Yeah. So, so the you can start one. anytime. Yeah. And anybody could do anything like for, you know, some people who purchase tickets for the event started in the book and so they were day 14 and some people were at day 55 which is the i am love day today so is the i am love day it's the affirmation i am love and oh my god the everything that i am anything after i am like creates the heartbeats you know this is the instant so i i that's my favorite sentence i yeah, am love, I am love. yeah then that's today. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So day 55. I'm embarrassed. I haven't I haven't done it yet because I'm I'm dealing with well, that we two minute met. of love situation. No, I mean, <laughs> I the the beautiful thing about all of the the books we surround ourselves with and all of the opportunities to be loving and open our hearts and be inspired by each other is it's all there. It's everything is waiting. I go back to David White. Like everything's waiting, right. and so you get to experience it when you need to and you find it as you have an opening or some block falls and then it's necessary to return to Rumi's The Book of Love, which is what we're doing here in your living room today. Mm -hmm. You know, we're surrounding ourselves with the idea that, you know, the rose is receiving exactly what we're receiving. Yeah. No information to like be its most authentic self. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Um, okay. So is the documentary done? No, I have quite a bit of, of um, technical work on the, <laughs> the elements of it, but I do feel blessed that I have a direction, I have a, a template, and I'm, my hope is, as I, I started this talk with, to premiere and come up with uh, some type of event to synchronize and align one of the superhero of love superpowers, the uh, 100th anniversary of the 
the so suffragettes. Okay, so uh, August that was 26th. Yeah. August 26, 2019 yeah. is, is around about there. I'm, I'm hoping to have the completion and the Fantastic. party and get it, get yes. it out into yes. the world and have that as the, like I said, the hundred sticking with my whatever came through for my healing to be the hundred years. And that makes a lot of sense to me because the reclaiming of the divine feminine and I am a magnificent woman and all of the pieces that came out of who am I? That's beautiful. Okay. So I want to ask you, like if somebody is, is not feeling the love, right. You know, is not feeling, you know, on the days that you were white knuckling it, (laughs) what, (laughs) what did you, what did you do to alleviate the, you know, the crushing of the gears against each other? <laughs> well, the gentle, like, rest, uh, if I couldn't feel the love, I could do a connection to something that brought me love. This is something, um, you know, my therapist, Vanessa, I ended up writing Vanessa by the Sea, which is about my relationship with Vanessa Bland, who is um, who is and was my therapist, and the relationship of the unconscious and what we're nourishing ourselves with. But um, she taught me that I can connect to something in my most, you know, horrific moments that brings me joy. And so I just close my eyes and I remember, you know, smashing blackberry. What comes up now is smashing blackberries and like my two brothers' backs. (laughs) Oh my god. So just something that's like super <laughs> playful. But anytime you close your eyes, it could be something else. So it's just really inviting in. Wow, I my seeing my nephew like s- just born coming out of the Cedars Hospital and then my bestie going in. <laughs> it's like a really lovely memory. Oh. So I see his little chubby chubs and I think, oh, the world is a wonderful place full of amazing people. And I may be having a challenge or, gosh, I said something that was inappropriate or I tried to do something and it really, wow, the feedback was really not great. Or somebody said no or, like, not really, you're not really, you know, up to what we need. Oh, I then hate I can those. Just those. That string of those are my <laughs> biggest horrors that you just listed. I yeah. cannot bear those. Well, I So you just close your eyes. I just think, think of, of uh, I image... I use my imagination and I use my heart and I just do a quick boom snap open of the heart and I think to myself, wow, I know love. Mm. I've known love. And then I connect to a memory that really regrounds me and and sometimes it could be a lemon or a crazy lemon like a, you know, or it could be something you know, as as wonderful as your dog standing between my legs here mm-hmm. at the at the house, looking out at your beautiful, uh, the mountains of Altadena, you know, wherever. Yeah. So it just it's truly just a moment of interceding in the thoughts with with a memory sense connection. So the body knows it's all fine. It's truly the world is working on your behalf and you are everything you see and anything that's beautiful is you. Mm. That's so beautiful. That's so great. And it's like, it's effortless too. It's literally just close your eyes and let your imagination roam to the happy memory. Yeah. And sometimes it's like Sound of Music, like Julia, <laughs> whatever, Julie Andrews <laughs> in the fountain free. But, you know, that's just because I'm a musical fan. <laughs> I love this squashing blackberries by your brother. <laughs> well, that's what came up today. So sometimes you just never know what's like... Um, you know what'll pop into your mind that's beautiful okay tell us where 
um, everybody can find you? Well, I'm, I'm again, uh, Google's uh, like one of the most wonderful uh, uses of, <laughs> of enchantment, <laughs> if you will. It's a happy place. Yeah, it's a happy place. But um, melsloveland.com is the is the container for all of the love productions and the production company pieces and the idea of like uh, all systems love media company that offers you know loving stories that heal our world and elevate the conversation into something that's um that can change in every moment can, can transform as you meet it and um, the docuseries is a piece of a love feed that i'm hoping um other people will kind of organize and and feel like oh i can do my love productions and then we can weave them together so it really is mel's loveland dot com that I'm I'm kind of hoping to evolve and seed and you know be a place and space for all of the all of the love stories and movies and media and things that I hope hope to uh, be 21st century rock star you know experiences for people oh yeah I love that 21st century rock star that that love is the currency of yeah fame and um well it's a wonderful like yeah currency of fame i mean that's something that's like a book unto itself it's or like a story <laughs> unto <laughs> itself <laughs> like interesting i'm writing an article right now about how you know i just saw bohemian rhapsody and but before that i saw a star is born but <coughs> you know those two movies back seeing those two movies back to back seeing how fame can if you haven't if you haven't healed your heart if you have unhealed pieces of your heart fame can really you know, um, throw you down on the ground and stomp on your neck if you don't um, pay attention to your heart. And um, so I've been contemplating that oh. that concept of fame and how I, I don't I don't even understand how those people I don't understand how Freddie Mercury went out on stage with tens of thousands of people adoring him and then went home alone. I mean, how do you do that? I don't really understand that. Uh, the bandwidth of love and inter I mean, everybody comes to it in their own, you know, in their own form. And um, I, I don't have the answer, obviously, for yeah. Freddie. But I do what comes up for me is the that is a nonfiction um, fiction. And each of us, like with our bandwidth um, and our authentic expression and, you know, our heart work um, makes a connection. And, uh, you know, personal and public are two different things. Yeah, I think that it's uh, like when you feel that amount of love, because like when I go to concerts, I feel pure love. I swear to God, like I have yeah. had transcended experiences, have you, right? At concerts or. Oh, yeah. Well, I started in music, music oh, concert promotion and the did. idea of like, um, you know, and I can contextualize my experience now as harmonies and you know um mel fitzgerald going back to her had voices in harmony um as one of her expressions of a nonprofit piece but harmonies are at play and music is how we um you know as a vibration and so those are always um there people have these wonderful expressions and vibra vibratory musical gifts it just occurred to me like i wish that you know, 
So I just imagining him on the stage and feeling that extraordinary amount of love. Because if you're just, if you know how much love you feel for that person and they're getting it tens of thousands of times over and over again, and that feeling in your heart feels so, so filled up, and then you have the illusion that that went away or that it's not real anymore, you know, when you're alone in your home later. It's like we all have that level of magnificent love in us at all times. Mm -hmm. Like, ten it's as, you know, that's the amount of love that we have access to in any moment of the day is tens of thousands of people adoring us for our heart. Like, that we are surrounded by... You know, we are surrounded by angels. We are we're surrounded by divine beings that are just pouring love into us. And if we could all, I mean, I just want to go back to that old Freddie Mercury and say, they're here. They, they still, that love is still in you. That's that thing that just touched your heart two hours ago is still. Yeah. And I do love, uh, again, the Course in Miracles has the, all the love that was ever felt and sent your way is... Um, is held in trust. Oh, held so in trust. That's so beautiful. And, and obviously our, our expression of Freddie Mercury in this, in every song that we sing, and he's experiencing that. So it's tr it's not lost. Like, energy is never lost. Yeah. And he's not gone. He's with us. And he happens to be someone through his music that every, you know, 24 million <laughs> times a day, someone's, <laughs> someone's singing into that tune. Yeah. And that exists throughout the universe uh, or the multiverses or, you know, the Big Bang <laughs> created an alternate <laughs> alternate shadow world that's also taking place. And that's only <laughs> Frederick Mercury over there. He's got his own <laughs> he's got his own multiverse. <laughs> so I trust I trust he's experienced all the love that um, we continue to have for his his expression because he gave us, you know, so much. Yeah. But, you know, and, we all have. and then on our own little microcosm, right? Like you don't have to be famous to have that, like, like the moments that we feel so incredibly loved, you know, like on a wedding day or the first day that you meet your new love or, you know, when your heart is bursting that, that, that doesn't, it wasn't just that day. It wasn't just that moment that's still in there. That exact explosion of love is still right there just like the explosion of love when you smash the blackberries into yeah it's so great <laughs> <laughs> just right between the shoulder blades where they cannot clean it <laughs> but um we just had a lot of farm jokes that we would always where did do. you grow up We're, i'm from pennsylvania so i know you all are as well or no she m so you're oh, from Mel's from pa yeah but aren't you from villanova no i'm from here i swear to god i thought i read uh, google's not doing us right oh <laughs> That's another Bridget Fogger. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There literally know, isn't another none. Bridget Fogger. I was at I'll a business and they were looking me up and they were like, "We, I just want to make sure that it's the right Bridget Fogger. And I'm like, I swear to you that there is I not probably, another Bridget Fogger. So I probably I, typed it wrong. I can't know. But <laughs> the most hilarious thing is I Googled Bridget Fogger to see if there was another Bridget Fogger. And the, there's one in, there was a Bridget like McBride that married uh, somebody, somebody Fogger. And so there was in like 1713, there was a Bridget Fonger, but wow. not since 1713. That's awesome. <laughs> well, so we're back to the 1700s. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's a full circle back to the 1700s. Sweet, what was his name? Oh, Emmanuel Sweeterberg is, um, yeah, and he's, yeah. 
He's mm-hmm. also has a found his foundation ended up being in Pennsylvania. And then uh, oddly enough, um, when I did some wedding site visits, um, there's a uh, on the coast on the Pacific coast, they have a very famous venue. That's Emanuel Swederberg's space. Where? What? It's in Pacific Palisades, and it's uh you it, it's I can't remember. It's like it's the not Crystal the Crystal Pal- Chapel. Oh the yeah. No way. Can yeah. I just tell you that I went there for the very very first time ever in my life, and I've lived in L.A. most of my life. Beautiful. I had never been there before. If anybody is in Los Angeles and they haven't been there, it's called the Crystal Chapel, right? In Pacific Palisades, or Crystal? I can only remember. Crystal well, the Crystal, but it's in the Pal. I may have said the wrong space, but no, pa- it's Palos Verdes. Palos. Oh my God, I said it wrong. It's no, me. No, it's I'm me. Sa- it's I me. Oh my God, it. and I do Carlsbad Calabasas. Also, a situ- <laughs> I have awesome. a situation. Okay, it, it is. It is Palos Verdes, everybody, and it's called. I'm pretty sure it's called the Crystal. Yeah, it's got a chapel or cathedral. Because the crystals are like also divining uh, beings or whatever uh, in his work <laughs> and others <laughs> so anyway it's yes and so it's yes we're, we're a crystal and so I never realized um until I think I was reclaiming or reconciling or grieving or something that because I would go there I had been part of my marriage and process and you stuff. got married there we looked at it as as our one of our main venues and I ended up not choosing it because it just for some random reason i love the pacific etc it was like really crystal ca- i grew up near a crystal cave oh my as god a kid, so i like the idea of crystals so cool and um anyway we ended up not getting married there but in the reclamation of the grief and the process i did go back to that space and it's for some prayers and some guidance and then i was like oh it's Emmanuel. Sw- oh it's actually connected to who he was and what you know the foundation does that is a freaky, yeah, super kooky. Okay, and I and now I have to read him. Um, can I just say, did your divorce? Is your divorce what set you on this path? I'm no, no. I think I've I've always um, had the microcosm uh, for myself of intense self hatred, like full self hatred. And so, th- really, it's like you know, the extremes always um, make sense at the end of the day, where you go, oh somebody who is fiercely expressing love every day um the you know shadow side and I also wanted to mention that Debbie Ford was like someone who I got to experience in a very intense way and was is deeply a part of the whole process of embracing the shadow and radical reinvention and each of her wisdom teachings and teachers that she she had a birthday where she shared each of them um, over a 13-week process. I don't know if you ever did I this. I didn't. Oh, my God. How she cool woke up that? one day at kind of before her passing, and it was near her birthday or something, but she, but she wanted to download each week. Like, she did a little process. It was extraordinarily intense, but um, Debbie Ford was a big piece of the puzzle, and so, anyway, it all um, came together. A dear together. friend who I went to Neighborhood Playhouse <laughs> with. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I met... <laughs> One of my best friends and I met at Neighborhood Playhouse, mm. and she was with Debbie during those last weeks oh so wow. or months, couple months of her. Yeah. Her. Um, wow. So we it's a lot of journeys and same same river. A lot of journeys, same river. That's really good. Yeah. And so, and would your would your brothers who have the smashed blackberries on their backs would they also say that you you have You've been on because it seems to me that this is not an unfamiliar journey. I get that the self hatred piece was there, but this thing of um, 
living out of from love that seems like this is like a natural thing for you oh yeah I'm, i feel i feel like i appreciated nature from a kid as a kid and my my path was uh I wanted to be like my big brother, obviously, but he delivered newspapers. So then when I was 11, I started delivering newspapers every morning, which means you have to get up at 4.45 a.m. every day, 3.65. And so we were living on a farm. So there was like a little community and I just every morning, terror, you know, fear of the darkness, you know, weird dew, spiders, <laughs> raccoons. Like I just had to really get my game on. At you know, 11, you got your game on. From 11 to the time I graduated, so I was 17, um, I just had this really deep relationship with the nature, natural world where anything that you were afraid of, you really had to connect to. And that's the where you go, I don't think I'm going to make it today. Like, I'm super tired, you know, whatever it is, but you had to get up and still deliver the <laughs> newspaper. And anything could happen on that route um anything because it was definitely like and then you just started to look for the joy out of the terror because it was truly like a you know anything was scaring the shit it was scary that is 445 with like that is horrifying and are you an early morning person i mean like that is like i'm both oh you're both you're lucky i mean that is literally a horror film to me yeah not only that you were 11 but also the 445 part that is super strange and i just adapted to like putting the backpack on and getting it done and that has served me and that's the same process for love and opening your heart and remembering like you just did every moment you can experience the majesty and grace of unconditional complete love and you're never alone you're always loved and you know we're here to be a blessing to each other and it's just a simple it's a simple like workaround and obviously uh the condition of complete simplicity t.s Eliot, costing not less than everything mm. that's a nice thing to end on yes thank you thank you <laughs> Vortex wound heart. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Superhero, for another episode of the Superhero Love Podcast. Don't forget to check out part one if you didn't already hear that of this Melanie that's in you. And go find her at melanslovelands.com. Thanks for coming. Have a great day, Superhero.